Hello, neighbors. So happy to hear from you again. Welcome to episode eight of the Feeding Made Easy podcast, where we continue our story in the Choose Your Own Adventure series. And we're going to talk about Becky. Becky was that 40-year-old woman who had difficulty with breastfeeding. She saw a lactation consultant, left the hospital, not feeling 100% sure of how she was breastfeeding. Then she was asked to follow up with her baby's doctor. The baby's doctor took the baby's weight is because that's kind of standard of care and said to Becky who was just breastfeeding get yourself to a lactation consultant right now if you do not and the baby does not gain a significant amount of weight within the next three days when you come here again I'll be sending you and your baby back to the hospital what a scary experience for Becky, who's trying to juggle so much, including taking care of her older son, living paycheck to paycheck, being a single mom, and now trying so hard to breastfeed. She's even got help in the hospital, and it's still so hard for her. And how is she going to go back to the hospital so quickly again, shortly afterwards? I'm using this story to illustrate an example that some of you may have actually been there. Maybe you weren't that single mom. Maybe you weren't living to paycheck to paycheck. But after you were discharged from the hospital with your baby and you went to have your baby's weight checked a couple days later, the doctor was concerned about the amount of weight loss in that child. It happens. It's probably happened to a couple of you. And then the question is like, what do you do about it? So I wanted to kind of spend today discussing some of those options. What would you do? It almost seems like an impossible situation to be put in because most lactation consultants are going to not be able to say you within three days usually it takes longer and uh, getting a baby who's already having trouble breastfeeding to gain weight pretty quickly especially if you're already trying so so hard to get that baby to breastfeed can be hard that's safe talk how do you get to see the lactation consultant right away what do you do if you want to prevent that hospital visit or maybe you don't or you know well like what do you do i'm a physician and a mom to a young child who fed reluctantly i remember feeling so scared and so alone as it was hard for me to find the answers to my child's feeding difficulties and to improve the feeding fast forward past many doctor's visits lots of reading multiple certifications and various aspects of feeding and many feeding therapist sessions with me as the mom you will see a mom and a child who have come a long way in the feeding department. Life feels so much less scary. I have so much more powerful knowledge regarding early childhood feeding. Feeding has become easier and I have more of my life back. I created this Feeding Made Easy podcast as I want you to have actionable, simple, so maybe not easy, but simple step-by-step -step strategies so that you don't have to feel as scared or as alone as I once did. If you have some questions about nutrition and picky eating, if you have a young child with lots of symptoms but no good solutions regarding why feeding seems more difficult than you'd expect, if you have a diagnosis but do not know where to get more good, actionable, step-by-step -step information, you're in the right place. Let's get learning. Just remember that this information is for educational purposes only. I'm not your doctor. If you or your child has specific health concerns, please see your doctor. Today's episode is sponsored by the Crying Baby Academy. This is for new parents who've noticed that their babies just cry and cry or are difficult to console and seem really fussy. The concept of the Crying Baby Academy actually came about because I was talking to a mom 
in one of my local mom's groups, and she was talking about the difficulty that she was having with her baby and all the crying that was going on. I remember it as if it happened to me just yesterday because that was my life just a couple of years prior. When my baby was first born, it almost felt like she cried for 24 hours in a day, even though yeah, I'm sure she slept. It was really hard, and I kept wondering, what was going on with my baby? Why was my baby crying so much? I wanted to get my baby to stop crying as quickly as possible because I wanted to get some sleep. I wanted to go to work. I wanted things to be okay, but it took some time. And in the meantime, I worried about my baby. I created the Crying Baby Academy to help people who went through a similar experience because I learned so much going through it myself. Talking to patients about their babies who cry a lot during a 10 to 15 minute visit is very different from having to experience it all the time, day in and day out. I'm looking for beta testers because I think I've created a good course in my Crying Baby Academy, but I want to make sure that it answers your questions. I want to hear your questions and I want to be able to answer them. Thus, if you're interested in applying for the Crying Baby Academy, just go on my website, drevka.com. All right, let's go back to this past episode. You've just been told that you need to see a lactation consultant right away, like right away, and what do you do? That's really the bigger question. Part of your behavior is guided by your personality. Have you ever taken one of those quizzes that tells you which character you're most like? One of the shows that I really like is called Queen's Gambit, and there's actually a quiz to see which character on the show most matches your personality. Okay, so some of you might not watch the show, so just bear with me, but I really like the show, The Queen's Gambit. It's a top show for me right now because... I go back to what I was like in high school. I remember back in high school, I was the only female on my male chess team just because I really liked chess back then. Chess stimulated my mind in such a good, logical way, and I really enjoyed it. I was the only girl in the chess club, and I remembered what that was like, and I wanted to watch The Queen's Gambit because there's this very, very smart female uh, who's the main character, and she's playing against the men on the chess team. As I was watching the show, I started to look at quizzes, and one of the quizzes I found was what character is your personality most like on a show? So some of the options that you were given is that you're most like Beth Harmon, Benny Watts, Jolene, and so on. Have any of you taken this test? Do you know what I'm talking about? For those of you who haven't watched, I'll get to the point in a moment. But if you have watched and you've taken that test, I'm consistently Harry Beltic. Yeah, Harry Beltic, that's me. Uh, I was surprised by the results, but there it keeps showing up as I'm very healthic. And part of the reason I'm probably Harry Beltic is because I am a doctor. As a doctor, I'm into logic and facts and looking at the scientific research and trying to make sense of it so I can understand why it may appear like I'm all in my head. But if you watch the show for long enough, you also notice that Harry Beltic has like the kindest, sweetest heart. And I get that because I made this Feeding Made Easy podcast and I made my website with the feeding handbook and drevka.com all because I know what it's like to have a child with feeding difficulties and I want to help you. 
Anyway, so maybe you haven't taken that quiz. Maybe you've taken other personality quizzes. My point in all of this is that quizzes can be fun, especially personality quizzes. I'm enjoying them. And sometimes you could get a better sense of how you're relating to your world based upon those personality types. They don't completely define you. They're just this fun thing you can do that kind of sets you apart. You've probably heard about the type A and the type D. B personality, and you've probably heard that they can be polar opposites. I'll get into that in a moment. But you also know that there's a type C or and a type D personality. So if you're a type A, you're like this take charge person. You are a go-getter. Under stress, you take charge. That's different from the type B individual. The type B individuals are more relationship-oriented, more going, enthusiastic, friendly, and charismatic. But they don't seem to be motivated by just needing to perform a task. They seem more motivated by fun and socialization. So if they are trying to get a task done, they're going to be more interested in doing it if there's a fun component or if they get together with other individuals. All right, so you might be thinking, huh, I might be a type A or I might be a type B, but there's also type C and type D. So type C is going to be that detail-oriented, logical person who's cautious and logical, but sometimes they get in their own way because they get caught up in the details and the facts. They want to make sure that everything is perfect, and they might be so caught up in that perfection that they may not necessarily do things as quickly as some of the other types might. For instance, the type A personality will just charge through and I hope that things kind of figure themselves out while the type C will think more about it. Like, am I doing this correctly? Is this really what should be happening or what would be the perfect solution here? So how about that type D? The type D individuals are those individuals who go through life a little more slowly. They're uncomfortable with constant change or being in chaotic environments. They're good at playing supportive roles, but if things feel too chaotic, if they have to do too much too quickly, if life is stressful, they're going to have a hard time with that. They might be the personality types that are more likely to kind of step back from the situation to almost deny its existence at times just because it's too much for them to handle at that moment. Not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, because we're going to explore how each of these personality types will play out in the case of Becky. Like, if you are type A and you respond to it a particular way, what will be the likely outcome if you're type B, type C, or a D? Based upon how you respond, what will be the outcome? What will most likely happen to Becky? Of course, this won't apply to everybody, but we're going to kind of explore that. Don't forget that whatever personality type you are, I think you're amazing. These are just personality types. They're not truly who you are. So whatever personality type you are, don't beat yourself up. I think that you're great. You're doing the best that you can. However, it's good to remind yourself that each of these personality types is going to respond a little bit differently to stress and distressful situations. That example of what happened to Becky might not happen to everyone. You might not be in a situation where you just give birth, you leave the hospital three days later, you go to the baby's doctor and the baby's doctor is worried about the baby's weight and tells you that you either have to increase it really quickly or you're going to go into the hospital with your baby. You might not be in that situation, but along your feeding journey with your child, you're going to find yourself in situations that could be stressful. You're going to respond to that in different ways. And part of the way you're going to respond to that has to do with that personality type, which brings me up to my freebie for this episode. In this freebie, I'm going to go through the 
personality types just a little bit more. And I'm also going to give you examples of other stressful situations and how the person would respond. If you want to see my freebie, go to episode eight of the Feeding Made Easy podcast. You can get there through the podcast section of my website, drevka.com. You can also get there by going through my website, drevka.com, and clicking on the Instagram. It's right in the top of the very top of that homepage, and you're going to be directed to my Instagram page. I include the freebies in Instagram. So if you happen to be on my Instagram page, thank you. It's a new thing that I'm just starting. I'm just starting these Instagram, and I hope that they are helpful for you and that you learn a lot of information right then and there from Instagram. I have every week an Ask Me Anything section. So basically what that means is that you go write a comment under Ask Me Anything, and then I'm going to talk to you about my response to that shortly afterwards. Sorry, I got a little bit sidetracked. I bring up the freebie because on your feeding journey, you're going to wind up in stressful situations. Sorry, I would love it if you weren't in stressful situations because stressful situations are uncomfortable. But you're going to wind up in these stressful situations. And when you're in them, it's good to think about your reaction. And if you're puzzled by your reaction, you're puzzled by the reaction of your significant other or someone that you really care about, think about it in terms of these personality types. I'll discuss that a little bit more in another episode, just personality types and how they can lead to family conflicts. But just think about how you're reacting in terms of the personality types. I do believe that the personality types tend to some degree predict your behavior. They don't predict all of it, but they predict your behavior to such a degree that they can help explain how you respond to a situation. And they upon that response, you might come up with a different outcome. You might not necessarily find yourself in the situation of, as Becky, but we're going to use the example of Becky being in that situation where you're basically told that you have three days to get your baby's weight up or the baby's going to wind up in the hospital. How would you respond to that situation? Part of how you'd respond to that situation would have to do with your personality type. And because of those responses, you might wind up with different outcomes. When they use the example of Becky being in a situation where you're basically told that you have three days to get your baby's weight up or the baby's going to wind up in the hospital, I want you to think about that situation and then to think about how you'd respond to it based upon your personality type. You're going to see that as we go through this, that each of those personality types winds up making choices that might lead to a potential outcome. We'll explore what those outcomes are. You might be someone with like a type A personality, and based upon that personality, I'm going to predict how you may respond. However, you are your own person. You are not a personality type. And so your response may actually wind up being quite different. I'm talking in terms of generalities. But just speaking in terms of generalities, that person with type A, type B, type C or type D personality type is going to have a different response and may wind up with a different outcome. And we're going to describe the most likely outcome based upon that personality type. So drum roll, please. All right. So what would type A say? Type A would say, are you mark? Get set. Go challenge accepted. This may be hard, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm always up for a challenge because I can win. I'm going to win. My goal is to make sure that the baby does not go back 
to the hospital and gains exactly the amount of weight that the doctor wants, and I am going to make sure that that happens. I'm going to go on the phone with the insurance company right now, and I'm going to find the name of every single lactation consultant that I could possibly see, and then I'm going to call all of them, all of them. And if that doesn't work and I couldn't reach anybody, then I'm going to see who I can see virtually. And I'll pay for it if I need to. And if I can't pay for it, maybe my baby needs formula. You know, formula. Maybe the solution right now is to work with formula while I'm still figuring out the breastfeeding. And oh, by the way, I also want to try a better breast pump. Maybe I need a hospital grade breast pump. Maybe the breast pump that I have right now is just not good enough. So maybe if I really use a very good breast pump, then it's going to work. So I'm going to do that too. I know I have other things to do right now. I know that my life is busy, but I'm going to win at this. My focus, my sole focus is going to be on making sure that baby and I don't go back to the hospital and that baby has gained enough weight. So watch me go. And then the type A person moves so quickly from one decision to another, just trying to make it happen until they get very close to actually making it happen. There you have it. Type A in the nutshell. And then you have type B. And type B is going to be quite different. What would someone who characterizes the type B persona do? Drum roll, please. Can I have another drum roll? Okay, so guess what? The type B persona is not going to be that person who's aggressive, impatient, and full of a high level of stress. It's not going to be that person that tells everybody, hey, get out of my way because I'm going to make sure that this gets done. Instead, those type B individuals tend to be more calm, more laid back, and they try to bring the community together because it can take a village to raise a child. The type B persona is going to be more low stress, and they're going to follow some of those guidelines that we tell people to do in order to lower their stress levels. So what are people normally expected to do in order to lower their stress? They're supposed to socialize. One of the ways that people lower their stress is to not feel so alone, to discuss their problems with others, to get help from others so that they are able to accomplish more, not necessarily as an individual, but as a team. And that's kind of what the type B person advise, that friendly, sociable person who's going to be asking, what can I do to make this fun? Or at least something that is not so unbearably stressful that I can still have some calmness in my life. There is going to be the ones who are going to try to create a team around them to help solve this problem. So yes, they may be calling the same insurance company asking for the same lactation consultants as the type A person, but they're going to have a more friendly demeanor about it. And they might ask more for the help of like the care manager on the team. A lot of insurance companies have these nurses that you can call. They're part of the nurses line and they can help you to accomplish things if they need to. Another way that a type B persona may be able to get things accomplished is to ask other people who've been in that situation. Like, hey, what have you done? They might connect with other people who have been in a similar situation in the past and ask them, what can I do given these circumstances? If they don't have those people in the network, they might go online, uh, go to like a Facebook group, for instance, and ask those questions to try to get some answers. They're more focused on bringing the community together, 
There's a saying that it can take a village to raise a child, and the person with a Type B persona is more likely to actually use that village. I actually think that villages can be pretty amazing because as I'm creating this Dr. Evka platform where I discuss the feeding handbook, where I discuss feeding made easy or actually simple in my podcast, I am creating that community around pediatric feeding disorders because it is something that many of us are experiencing and we can use our collective knowledge to make a difference. Which reminds me, if you are listening to the podcast and you want to share your story about what feeding was like for you and your child, please do so. Please be on my podcast. I want to hear your story and what it was like to have a child who had difficulty with feeding or difficulty gaining weight or concerns about nutrition and things like that. I want to hear your stories because I don't think that people talk about these stories enough and I want to bring awareness. So please, if you have feeding difficulties in your life, consider being on my podcast. Just go to drevka.com go to the work with me section and just let me know there. I can't wait to work with you. All right. Thank you for listening to that little tangent. We were talking about type A and type B personalities. Again, most people don't fall exactly into type A or an exactly type B. So we're talking more about falling into continuums of a personality trait. The things that I am sharing are more general ideas. And just because you think you're going to act like someone who has a type A personality because you think you have the type A personality, doesn't mean that when a push comes to shove, that's exactly how you're behaving. But I wanted to give you a sense of how these different personality types can guide your behavior and can potentially even influence your outcomes. We talked about that type A and that type A was going to do whatever it took to make sure that the baby gained the weight and didn't have to go to the hospital. They were going to do most of this on their own. They were just going to kind of figure it out full steam ahead with this winning attitude like it was just going to happen. Type more individuals are more about that sense of community when they want to bring everyone together to help work on their problem with them. And so they're going to be reaching out to others who've gone through a similar experience and trying to get some help. Then we have to talk about type C and type D and the kind of how they would approach the situation with Becky. So type C is going to be the rule abiding perfectionist, while type D is going to be more of that sensitive, to others, calm, peaceful individual. And we'll talk about how they respond to stress. So let's get moving. Let's start with type C next, that perfectionist. Drum roll again, please. The individual with the type C personality trait is going to be that perfectionist who wants to get things done. They're going to work on getting things done. But unlike the type A who charges full steam ahead. The type C individual takes a little bit longer to make that decision and to work on things because they want to get the facts straight. They're worried about not having enough information to be able to make the best decision quickly and they want to make good decisions in as much time as they can be given. A type C individual is going to be studious. They're going to be more into the details and they may check their work several times to make sure it's accurate before handing it in. In the case of having to 
work quickly on a deadline of three days to get the baby to gain weight before you have to go to the hospital. They're going to study hard. They're going to think logically, like, what is the best thing I can do at this moment to make sure that weight goes up? As they read the literature, as they study about the subject, they'll probably come up with a solution. That solution may be that they decide that it maybe it's best for baking the baby to go to the hospital and to work on more breastfeeding there. They're not going to be calling every single lactation consultant in the whole area just to be able to get that lactation visit as quickly as possible. But they will probably schedule a lactation consultant visit with somebody. While they're waiting for that lactation consultant visit, the type C individual may even think, Hmm, maybe this is a good time for me to start the baby on formula because by introducing some formula feedings while the breast milk comes in or while the breastfeeding improves, formula may be a good addition so that the baby gains the weight. That type C individual makes that uh, decision based upon the facts that they know and the details that they know at that time. They feel like if they were given more time, perhaps they would come up with a different decision, but given that three days, that's what they'll have to do. The other thing about type C's is they tend to follow the rules. They're not going to be a rule-breaking individuals. So if the doctor says, come back in three days, most likely the type C individual will come back in three days. They're not going to cancel that doctor's appointment at the last moment to give them more time because they kind of understand what's at stake. And that concludes our conversation about the type C personality type. Can you imagine yourself in there? Earlier in this podcast, I talked about how much I love the TV show, The Queen's Gambit, and how there's a personality type quiz that you can take with it that tells you which character you most like. I wound up being more like Harry Beltek. And if you remember Harry Beltek, he was the logical guy who kind of thought things through a lot before he made a decision. He was the guy with the big heart, but he wasn't the best at making decisions quickly. And I can kind of see myself a little bit in that, although a lot of doctors are going to be your type A's. This is just the way it is. Not all of them are. So there's probably a little bit of type A in there as well. Okay, okay, okay. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. Do you see yourself in any of the current personality types, type A, B, or C? If not, we're going to talk about type D next. Drumroll, please. As a type D, you are so stoic. You may be feeling a certain way inside, and then it can be scared, it can feel negative, it can feel worried or anxious about what's going on with your child and their weight, for instance. But on the outside, you seem calm and collected. You seem ready to help others, despite how you feel inwardly. As a type D, you like your world to be calm and peaceful. You like to be in a place where things are stable and you're encountering a lot of stress, something new, something that you have to take care of very, very quickly. Life can be hard. And doesn't sometimes just feel easier for you to kind of ignore the situation or deny it to some degree? Not because you're out of touch with the reality, you understand reality, but more because you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your amazing, kind, sensitive soul. 
If you are a Type D, you might respond to the situation what happened with Becky, where she was told that she needed to get her babies weighed up really quickly, or they'd wind up in the hospital three days later. You might respond to that by saying, "Okay, it is what it is. I'm going to try my best. See what I can do about seeing a lactation consultant, but I'm not going to go crazy looking for one. I'm going to see if there's anything else that might help. Maybe." I'll switch to some formula as well while I'm waiting, especially if something that I've acted with otherwise recommend just to kind of get the weight up while my breast milk is coming in. And then if worse comes to worst and I wind up in the hospital, then this where this probably was for the betterment of the baby. Dealing with too many other emotions, being too frantic looking for an answer, trying so hard to connect with all these other individuals, or trying to find that perfect solution, especially when it has to be done so quickly, just seem too hard. And so you know that some of this is outside of your control. You're going to do the best you can with what you have. And the rest of it, you leave up to the circumstances and you leave up to time. You already know what it's like. You already know what it's like to be in a bad mood. You already know what it feels like to feel anxious or not so good. And you don't want to have any more of those feelings. In fact, you may be suppressing some of those feelings, but you know that deep down inside, they're there anyway. And you don't want another thing to yet give you more of those same emotions. And for you, as hard as I know this is, as hard as I know that it is to be in a situation where you need your baby to gain as much weight as quickly as possible, I need you to stay present and at least focus on what's going on so that you can do what you need to, even if it's just little steps, to go help you and your baby. And there we have it. We talked about all of the different personality types and how they might respond to a stressful situation where you have to make these decisions, where you have to act. Think about how you're reacting. If you have time, think about in terms of these personality constructs. Are you more type A? Are you more type B? Are you more type C? Are you more D? Then give yourself a break. You're really just doing the best you can. You are being the best parent that you can be to your child. These situations are hard for anyone. There's no guarantees in life. They just aren't. Someone who has a type A personality and has done everything they possibly can to help a baby may not get the outcome that they want. Just like that person who avoids a situation in its entirety because it can lead to too much of these negative feelings. That person, depending upon all of these other circumstances that are outside of their control, that are based upon the environment, they may have the best outcome. It's hard to predict good versus bad outcome based upon personality type. But personality type is there anyway. Since we're dealing with stress in our babies, we have feeding difficulties. I'm sure there's some kind of stress in there. You're going to react to that stress in some way. Some of that stress reaction will be based upon your personality type. There we have it. You just listened to episode eight of the Feeding Made Easy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This concludes the story about Becky. If you want to hear more about that story and what happened, then just let me know by commenting on it. You can tell me that you want to know more about what happens with babies 
who lose a significant amount of weight after being born, you can tell me that you want to know more about that by either commenting in my YouTube section or commenting on my Instagram posts. If you go to the podcast section on my Instagram page, you can comment on it there. I am listening. I want to answer your questions. So go ahead and do that. For the rest of you who are just listening, thank you. Thank you for participating in another episode of the Feeding Made Easy podcast. Again, if you're interested in learning more about baby who just cries a lot or seems really fussy or has been labeled as having colic, I have a new course out on it and I would love it if you were a beta tester. I'm accepting applications. Go on drevka.com and you can find out more about there. Now, listen up. This part applies to all of you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Feeding Made Easy podcast. I'm just so excited that you listened. I'm doing a little happy dance and I can't wait to see you this time next week for another episode.